Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, Editor-in-Chief of Talk Film Society and Podcaster of Note, here to introduce another episode of Marking the Marks. Uh, this is episode 8 of Marking the Marks, Hell in the Cell 2019. Uh, in case you don't know, this is the uh, Patreon podcast that Marcus Irving and I do, covering wrestling, WWE wrestling and AW wrestling, uh, and whatever wrestling uh, that's in between. So uh, this is our monthly show that uh, drops on the Patreon first. This dropped on the Patreon on October 28th, 2019. Um, and if you want to hear more episodes of this show, if you enjoy this episode, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Society to hear more episodes before they come out on the free feed. And you'll also find... Bonus episodes, commentaries, a lot of good fun stuff on there. More to come uh, in the next few weeks and months on the Patreon. So support us. All that money goes to just uh, getting the site up and running. Uh, so why not help us out? Patreon.com slash Talk From Society. And now enjoy this episode where me and Marcus talk Hell in the Cell 2019. And again... Go to the Patreon if you want more. Most must listen Patreon exclusive podcast on the Talk Film Society Podcast Network. Welcome to Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Marcelo, hey Marcus, how are you? How are you, man? Haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? Oh, it's been a minute since we've talked. It has been one minute, yes. And I have to apologize to our listeners of the last episode. There are some technical difficulties there um quality may have dipped halfway through that episode but hey it's all about the podcasting game and you know we do our best here Um, just like wrestling it's a tough business exactly i mean marcus honestly how many times has it happened where a wrestler or you know not you know two wrestlers go in the ring and something goes wrong and they just have to deal with it. They have to they 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 have to they have to improvise. Yeah, go with the flow, yeah. right? Yeah, that's happened at least three times. Hasn't CM Punk shit his pants and just had yes, to go with it? <laughs> yes, I saw that on a John Oliver episode <laughs> yeah. a few weeks ago. So I, you know, and and and, and did he stop in the middle of the match to just go home? No, hell no. He went with it. He he, he, he he put his hand on his butt and just keep kept wrestling like nothing was and, wrong. And he finished the match. He finished the match exactly. That's what we do here. We finish the match. That's right. That's what we do. Okay. That's that's us. Who are we? I'm a guy who just got into who got back into wrestling after like a 18, 19 year hiatus. I'm back. Uh, Marcus, what about you? I'm another guy. I've been watching for the last two or so years, pretty obsessed with it, and I'm guiding Marcelo 
through this wild, wacky world of professional wrestling. Wrestling. This wild, wild, wacky world of wrestling. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. So, now, I I hope you all enjoyed the premiere week episode of the podcast. And now we're here on the Hell in the Cell episode. We're going to dive into the pay-per-view of... Wait, did it come out in September? October, September. It was right? October. October. O- early October. Oh yeah. Yes, October sixth. <laughs> yes, uh, we are. We are. We are taping this a little bit after the October sixth. Yeah, uh, things. Details are hard to remember. Uh, our brains are filled with uh, information that has happened in the time since then, such as uh, more wrestling. Your and, brain. Uh, <laughs> my my brain, of course. We're gonna so, we're gonna save some of those. Uh, we, we we normally do news in the beginning, but I want to hear news from Marcus uh, at the end of the episode because a lot has happened since Hell in the Cell, and yeah, I want to yes. talk. I want to talk all about it uh, after we talk about Hell in the Cell. So let's jump into Hell in the Cell, Marcus. What is Hell in the Cell? What what? Why is this a pay per view? Okay, Marcel, the Hell in a Cell. It is. You've heard of a steel cage, right? Of course. It's you, four walls made of steel, made of fence, and, and, it, know, and it, it, it keeps wrestlers inside. That's right. And there's a little open air above it. Of course. There, there's <clears> there's <throat> no need for a top on a steel cage. There's no need, right? You might think so, but that's where Hell in a Cell comes in, right? What? what? It's it's a bigger, it's a even bigger cage. It's like twice the size of a steel cage. It is all red to let you know that it's extra serious, and there is a top to it. Oh. Hmm. I mean, what? I mean, <laughs> if there if there's a top to it. You could presumably, like, climb on top of it and fall from it. And I can't imagine any wrestler doing that ever, ever, ever. So why even have a top on it, right, Marcus? Marcelo, once again, you look the fool and and are wrong. How dare you? (laughs) Four or five wrestlers ever have actually gone all the way up to the top and then fallen all the way down to the ground. Oh, my God. And, oh, what a disturbing sight it is to see. And and that's what the Hell in a Cell is all about. It's about disturbing sights. It's about making you feel uncomfortable. It's about inflicting pain. It is about hurting others in the name of wrestling. It is about <laughs> winning. It is a place where grudge matches go. And uh, that is just what we have here tonight. We have a whole pay-per-view built around two Hell in a Cell matches, bookending it. And we're about to talk about it. We're about to deep dive, dive deep into the whole thing. And we're going to talk about every detail, every controversy, every every big moment, every little moment, every match, every person that was in attendance We've got all their information. We're going to talk about them. And uh, and it's just going to be a great episode of Mark and the Mars with Marcus and Marcelo. It's going to be a four-star episode. Four out of four. It is going to be at least a 
pretty dang dope episode, if you ask me. Exactly. I mean, and let's let's go to our rating system. Uh, oh, for Lord. those who don't yes. know, uh, let's go. Let's go because we just talked about it in the last episode, and we did that several weeks weeks ago. <laughs> we are not recording this back to back, so it goes from one to five. Stank, a little groovy, pretty sweet. Pretty dang dope and totally rad. This is going to rank as totally rad on the scale of podcast episodes. Yes. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. Great band. No doubt. And <laughs> so Speak, let us- Speaking of no doubt, yeah. um, this was no doubt a pay-per-view we watched. Uh, Hell in the Cell, October 6th, 2019. Yeah. How did we start this pay-per-view? We're going to jump right into it. How did this begin, Marcus? As previously mentioned, the Hell in a Cell matches, there's two of them, and they bookended this show. And so the first match on this card, Hell in a Cell match, Becky Lynch, Raw Women's Champion, versus Sasha Banks, fourth head championship, inside that big red Hell Cell. <laughs> the and, hell so. <laughs> and uh oh what a match it was, I would say. Oh my god. Becky, look at that hell in the cell. Look at this match. Okay, so I think I may have teased this in the last episode that had some major revelations to say about Hell in the Cell. I think it's time for me to say it now. Marcus. I don't know what your yes. thoughts are. I don't, know, I don't know what your thoughts are. Okay. Yes. Uh, but here's what my thoughts are about this first match between Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. This, for me, is my favorite Becky Lynch match I've seen since watching Ooh, since watching wow. this with you uh, through WrestleMania until now. That is interesting. Because this is the kind of match I wanted Becky Lynch to fight since yep. WrestleMania. And this yep. has it's it feels like it's all been leading up to this. A proper match with a proper opponent for Becky Lynch. In an environment that suits her a hell in the cell. So those are my overall views. Marcus, what do you think about this first match? Yes, it was a match fit for the man. It was uh, very good. I felt a very good Hell in a Cell match. Uh, the the best Hell in a Cell match on the card. I think that much is certain. Um, and yeah, I also really liked it. Uh, a lot of really, really fun moments, really brutal moments. Great use of weapons. Like they did all this cool shit with the kendo sticks. Like they... Like, uh, they'd set stuff up and pay it off later. Great storytelling technique, Marcella. Yes. Uh, they would, uh, like, she'd put, like, uh, Becky and Sasha both, they'd put kendo sticks, through, like, in the corner of the Hell in a Cell, so that it was going through the cell and they set up like three of them and then set a chair on top of that and then set Sasha Banks on the chair and then. Becky did a running uh, drop kick onto Sasha Banks. Just insane shit like that. Really creative stuff. Stuff you've never seen before. And that's that's what makes a good Hell in a Cell match. And uh, 
uh, Sasha Banks doing meteoras all over the place. That that meteor onto the ladder that was that that looked extra painful. The there's lots of cool stuff, Marcelo. I mean, lots yeah. of cool stuff. Uh, I, I'm replaying some of it on my TV through the WWE Network app on the Apple TV, which is shit, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about this before, how they're revamped uh, WWE Network app. Um, for me, uh, every time I like accidentally click on my remote, it jumps ahead like 50 minutes or something, so I hate it. But um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, WWE Network, if you're listening... Fix your shit. But, Get your uh, shit together. I'm jumping around in the match, and yes, I just fast-forwarded to the part where, yes, like you were mentioning, um, there are kendo sticks involved, and uh, Becky Lynch set up kendo sticks in a chair for Sasha Banks to sit in, um, lifted up uh, above the ground, and Becky Lynch did a drop kick on Sasha Banks while she yeah. was sitting on the chair. This lifted up on Kindle Six, so that was fun to watch. Yeah, just just bananas, just just crazy shit. So I love stuff like that. Again, this was a great match and my favorite Becky Lynch match in a long, long time. So this this is well suited for her. Um, but uh, what was the outcome of this, Marcus? Uh, it ended. Uh, uh, <laughs> it ended. Period. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Becky went outside. She tossed like fifty chairs into That's the right. center of the ring. Yeah. And then she did a back She did. She she put a back exploder on uh, Sasha Banks into all those chairs, and then uh, and then uh, did a disarm her. Got the tap out. You love it. I loved it. I did. I did. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, the WWE fans, they're known as collectively as the WWE Universe. Yeah. Um, I could sense that it was split. Uh, they Half of them wanted Sasha Banks to win. Half of them wanted... Oh, sure, yeah. Becky Lynch to win. How, how did you feel about the whole thing? How did I feel personally about yeah. uh, who should win? Yeah. Um... Honestly, I thought Sasha Banks, it would have been a great time for for her to win if she was going to. I was kind of rooting for her a little bit. But at the end of the day, uh, I I like what Becky Lynch is doing still. I've not grown tired of it in any way. And so if she's going to continue being champion, I'm A-OK with that. And uh, and this, is, this was uh, Becky and Sasha's second match together. And I thought both of them were really, really good. Becky came out victorious both times, and uh, I could see more, and I would be happy to see more. Yeah, <clears throat> if it were to happen. I'm catching the end of the match, and they were playing some of the things, and yeah, I, I, this doesn't. Well, this kind of feels like the end of their feud, kind of like how Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton ended their feud in the last pay per view. Yeah, but you know, I honestly wouldn't mind them doing it again. Um, cause what's the name of the next non Saudi Arabia pay-per-view? Uh, Survivor Series. Oh, Survivor Series is coming up. Yes, oh. yes sir. It's, it's like an, it's another big one. So, yes. you know, uh, have they announced any matches for that yet? Not that I know of right now. Right now is, uh, right now is mainly about, uh, 
pumping up the crown jewel pay-per-view and uh, boo. <laughs> boo, we all say boo yeah. but it's gonna happen and we gotta all deal with it yeah. all right but uh I, I i wouldn't mind seeing sasha banks and Vicky lynch fighting again in survivor series uh it seems like their feud could be let's stretch this out more come on let's do it i like sure. it yeah, I like it. But no, I mean, I, 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 I honestly love this Hell in the Cell match. Yeah. I did. I did. It's a great way to start it. Um, because, hey, there were only, what, two Hell in the Cells in this right. entire thing? So we have, to wait. Right. we have to wait until the final match to talk about Hell in the Cell again. So, And I'm sure we have words to say about that once it comes up. A few. A few. What's next? What's the next match? Uh, our next match was Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Rowan and Luke Harper, Harper a tornado tag team match. Um, I liked this match. Didn't love it, but, uh, you know, I, I thought it was like a little slow, but uh, they had a lot of crazy moments in there. Fit for a pay-per-view like Hell in a Cell, like... Uh, that uh, spear on the table and Hurricane Rana into a spear kind of thing. I, like, th- like there were a lot of moments that made this worthwhile, but I still think maybe it was a little too long, a little too slow. What do you think of it? You know, <clears throat> I didn't mind this. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, uh, I haven't been around too long to, I guess, fully appreciate Daniel Bryan because uh, I came in when he was like, what, the champion? And he had mm-hmm. that weird persona where he was like the bad guy, right? Like they made him the heel, mm-hmm. uh, but he was usually the good guy. And mm-hmm. now there's been like a turn where he's like, oh, now he's the good guy again, kind of. Mm-hmm. But I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate it though. Uh, I, I'm good with him being the good guy. Yeah. Um, so in that way, like with the help of like the crowd getting on his good side and like you know the the ending of this match I'm like oh thanks to his personality uh I I enjoyed this match overall does that make sense right yeah yeah, yeah. and and how did it end uh Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns of course they won and uh after it after the match was over uh Roman went for the handshake on Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan was like nah and then <laughs> And then turned away, and Roman would look sad, and the crowd booed. But then, but then Daniel Bryan went, "I want a hug instead." And Roman Reigns, he had to think about it for a while. Is this a trick? Who knows? But he went in for the hug anyway. Everybody happy. Everybody have good time. And <laughs> I thought everybody was- happy. Everybody have good time. And we all and we all liked it. And uh, great feel good moment. Uh, no, yeah, I do you think these two. Well, honestly, um, there's been more wrestling since this has happened. But uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, like, is there any? Has there been any developments in terms of their relationship? Have they have they gone steady since then? <laughs> I yeah, these two haven't been seen together since this. So uh, oh, okay. Who knows? I haven't seen Daniel Bryan at all, actually. So who knows what's going on? Is that there. usual? I mean, isn't he like a big name in wrestling? Yeah, he is. It's a little odd. I don't know if there's anything to read into, or maybe he's 
like maybe that was kind of like a baby face thing to do at the end is the hugs. So maybe he's like coming back and going to be a baby face again. And they're just planning that out. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds for Mr. Daniel Bryan, which, which brings me to like some, you know, I, I, uh, to bring this up kind of, um, yeah, watching wrestling back in the early 2000s, late nineties, again, that happens so often where like a big name wrestler, has like a plot line, a program, you would say. Right, Marcus? Am I learning? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. I'm um, proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but then like they, they, they end the plot line and then they just disappear for a while and you don't know what happens. And then they just pop up again into like a new plot line and there you go. So maybe Daniel Bryan is in that middle period where not sure what's going to happen next and then he'll reappear. You know, possible. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. But no, I I don't know. I I I like this overall. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, yes. What, what's next? So up next, uh, we should explain something about this pay per view. This pay per view had four total matches announced for it before it started, and it ended up having ten matches or so. And uh, upcoming, this next match was one that got announced during the pre-show. It was like to set up there, and it's the first time these two have had any problem, really. But uh, it was Ali versus Randy Orton. And uh, this was a match that I liked quite a bit. Um, I love Ali. Uh, Randy Orton can be good when he wants to be. And uh, I, don't know, I thought they had good stuff here. And even though, like I, like I said, they hadn't been building to this or anything, and they just announced it during the pre-show, there's actually still a good story here. Uh, Randy, um, all the stuff with Kofi Kingston, that happened because Kofi Kingston replaced Ali in a match because Ali got injured because of Randy Orton. Ah. And uh, so Ali... So like all the stuff that Kofi Kingston went on to do, Ali could be like, "Well, that could have been me, man," and you ended and you ended that, and uh, <clears throat> and so they had that good story there. And I thought what they did in this match was pretty cool. I thought they did fun stuff, and uh, I particularly liked the ending of it. Uh, uh, what do you think, Marcel? <clears throat> I was a fan of this, uh, not knowing much about Ali. Um, and knowing plenty of about Randy Orton, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't the best match of the night, maybe a, lo- no. l- a lower rung, but, um, I dug it. I did. It had its moments. Um, I'm trying to think of like any highlights from it. I'm, I'm looking through the match right now, trying to remember. Uh, do you have any highlights you can think of? Yeah. I'm going to say the ending, um, Ollie's finish is really weird. He does this like roll through thing. It's interesting. <clears throat> anyway, oh, okay. he went to do that. No, 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 no. Even before that, uh, Randy tried to do an RKO on Ollie. That's and then, right. And then Ollie went down like he was going to get hit by the RKO, but at the last second he caught himself and flipped out of it. Yeah. That was really cool. And then, and then Ollie went to go do his finishing move, which is like this flip roll thing. And, uh, and then Randy caught him with an RKO and uh, uh, won the match. Yeah. No. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 Uh, not, not thinking about it. Yeah. That moment when uh, Randy Orton was going to do the RKO, his finishing move, mm-hmm. and Ali like 
spun out of it, whatever he did, it was a memorable moment because the commentator was like, oh, I've never seen anybody do that. Where yeah. They, where they, you know, where somebody reversed that RKO like that. So, yeah, it was interesting to see that. But, yeah, of course, cool. of course, Randy Orton wins anyway. So, yeah. Uh, and that's that. And that's that, Jack. That's like, that, next Jack. Match. Next, next match. match. That that's what uh, that's what we always say on this show. That's that, Jack. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> we had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane for the women's tag team championships. Uh, Marcelo. Yes, what'd Marcus. What do you think? I liked this match a lot. I did. I am. Uh, first off, I'm a fan of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, mm-hmm. I've obviously seen them wrestle before. Um, in the last pay per view, of course. Um, but no, I, I I like this pairing. Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. Yeah. I've seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen a. Asuka? What's her name? Asaka? Asuka. Asuka. Sorry, I cannot pronounce anything. I've seen Asuka wrestle. I don't think I've seen Kairi Sane wrestle. Kairi. Kairi yeah. Sane. <clears throat> she, um, yeah, she's kind of recent, uh, new to uh, main roster WWE. She was in NXT for a while. Yeah. And like since she's been up, she hasn't really done anything much. She's been a tag team partner with Asuka, but together they haven't done much until now. Um, but they're, they're the Kabuki Warriors, yeah. Which I' pretty sure it's not racist, but uh, it's 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 WWE safe. Uh, apparently, apparently they named themselves that. So I don't fair have enough. With it. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. I mean, I mean, come on, it's 2019. You, n- nothing's bad anymore. <laughs> but I, I liked this match. I did. And the outcome was, hey, the Kabuki Warriors won the That's right. Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Which I think, I think it was kind of surprising. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to ask me? Uh, I wasn't going to ask you anything. I was going to say my own stuff. <laughs> well, Marcelo, here's what I'm going to say. I'm not interested in listening to you talk. <laughs> well, Marcelo, talk, okay? shut up. <laughs> Let me talk. It's my show, too. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Marcus. Marcelo, this was my favorite match of the night. Really? Yes. Really? Wow. This yes. is this is a surprise because I think should I reveal what my favorite match of the night was? Was it not? What, has it not happened yet? It was not. It has already Becky? happened. <laughs> yes. Okay. It I was assumed, the, I it was the it Becky was... Lynch Sasha. Banks yes. match. That was my favorite match of the night. If you want to reveal yours was this, then mm-hmm. I'll reveal mine was that. So, not to say this was bad, but this was up there for me. But yeah, yeah, the I, the Becky Lynch match was my favorite. Yeah, I thought it was this really really solid tag team wrestling. Like, does not happen much on main WWE, and definitely hasn't happened very much with these women's tag team championships yet. Uh. Um, the, I, I, I just, I love Oscar so much and it bums me out so hard with like, they, they threw NXT, they built her up super, super strong. And then on WWE, they kept her that way for a little while and then they abruptly ended it. And then she's not been the same since and has been barely used at all. And I think that's a, such a shame because really, I think she's 
one of the three best women's wrestlers they have, maybe one of the best wrestlers they have there at all. And so I just love seeing her and to have her be in this and Kyrie too. Kyrie's amazing. She's had some great matches in NXT. And so to see them being put in this more prominent position ended up winning and not even that, but Oscar got a new thing that she does, which I fucking freaked out for when it happened. She spit the green mist. Wait, so that's All, never, that's never happened before. Not, uh, Oscar hasn't done it on WWE. No, but she's that done was it. brand new for this situation. She's done it on what? Like, well, uh, the green mist is the thing that's, bigger in japanese wrestling it's 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 like an actual thing it's an established thing like uh, i I feel like i've seen it before i'm sure you have like uh uh the great muda he is very popular for doing it uh uh taishiri that's a name you might know from uh time when you were watching wrestling he he did it in wwe that's what it was yeah it's a shiri that, that, that that had to be it because i've seen that before and it felt very familiar and I enjoy that part, the ending of that match, yeah. where she yeah. does that spit green thing and spits it on her face and wins the match. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm sure that was surprising and, for you, right? Because you, how, how often have you seen that? Huge surprise for me. I, I have not seen it like since I've started watching wrestling. And wow. also, like these two, they were not heels until this match started. This was a whole, this was a whole heel turn for these two. Like out of nowhere, out of the blue, and I thought that was so exciting. Like these two are finally being doing something that like prominent, like they deserve. And she had the green mist, which is fucking awesome, and it's just so cool, so 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 cool. And uh, great surprise, I loved it. I loved the match. Yeah, no, it was a solid match. I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, they won. The wait, who was it? Who, who, what did I say? The Kabuki, Kabuki Warriors. Warriors. That's it. The Kabuki Warriors. I'm flipping through pages right now on my iPhone. Thanks a lot. New iOS update. You son of a bitch. Okay. The Kabuki Put Warriors. Put them on blast. I'm I'm saying, hey, Steve Jobs, get it from your grave. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> All right, what's next, Marcus? <laughs> Up next, uh, the OC, AJ Styles. Don't call uh, it that. Okay, the OC. <laughs> that's, that's an Arrested Development joke, folks. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> the OC versus Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman. Boring match, lame match. I don't want to talk about <laughs> hey, it much. I, uh, I'm going to reveal this to you. I kind of like this match. Oh, did you? I did. This did not bore me to tears. Hmm. Like, I'm hmm. assuming it did for you. Yeah, it didn't do anything for me. Oh. I don't remember a fucking second of it. Did it do anything for you? Nothing. I, I wrote down one word. Boring. What? Boring, lame ending. That's the entirety. Lame ending? Okay. Yeah. Now what gonna, happened? I now, don't even remember. Now we're going to have words. Um, what happened? Who is it? Brown Strowman? That's right. Okay. That's the man. Uh, No, Bicky Lynch is the man. The fuck oh, you, you got me. Rob Strawman is a big bearded fellow who punched uh what's his name? Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Uh AJ Styles in the face. Okay. And this is in reference to the uh millennial boxer who he's gonna fight <laughs> at uh, Crown Jewel, right? Is that right? 
Is that, <laughs> I'm asking you. Is this? I, am I in the right? I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Who is the? Who is the? Uh, uh, who's the boxer fighting at Crown Ty- Jewel? Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like the end of this match is like just another setup for that match, where wrestler fights boxer, and AJ Styles gets punched so hard that he barely is able to get up and is like is like uh, struggling to get out of the out of the arena. So, sure, you don't. <laughs> I I thought this was a solid match. I don't know. I didn't know, man. Oh my like gosh! It. There was like big fat guys, you know, running around, jumping like. Like uh, the Hardy Boys, uh, those big strong men. I don't know. I don't know, Marcus. I like this match. I did. That's great for you, man. Oh God, damn it! So, <laughs> I like this match. No, I want to keep talking about it for the next five minutes. <laughs> Let me break it down, scene by scene, <laughs> movement by. No, okay, fine. Let's move on. I liked it. Okay, what's next? Uh, backstage, Tamina. She won the twenty four seven championship. Okay, let's talk about this uh, for a bit. Sure. Uh, but although this is going to pop up later, though, too. Remember, I think it was the last episode or uh, two episodes before, I was like, hey, that 24-7 belt, they should bring this up in in pay-per-views because they've been doing it, like, you know, in social media. I'm sure, like, in on SmackDown and Raw, but they haven't showed up on pay-per-view. It's like, they should make this more of a thing. And I'm so happy that the 24-7 belt, which is like, hey... If you have a referee there, wherever you are, and if you knock out the champion and you know have a three count, you could win the championship anywhere. It's a good concept. They should have it in the pay per views, and I'm at least glad that it showed up here. Okay, that's all yeah. I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tamina, she's the daughter of Jamie Superfly Snuka. Uh, a name you know, Marcelo, right? Exactly. Yeah, classic. Yeah, wrestler. He's a classic. He's a classic. And uh, anyway, yeah, this is her first championship that she's ever won in WWE. Wow. And she's been there for almost ten years, so that's cool for her. And uh, you know, it was a fun little segment. Yeah. What more can you say? What more can you say? It was solid. Like I said, more twenty four seven action, please. WWE. Oh, solid as for a the rock. love of God. <laughs> Another Arrested Development reference. <laughs> Solid as a rock. Let's yeah. just let's just shift this into an Arrested Development podcast. Oh boy, can we do that? Wouldn't we? I'd love to do that. Wouldn't you? Uh, yes. Was... What's 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 the reference? Her. That's so funny. Her. Okay. Egg. Egg. Um, Egg. Uh, the chicken dances. Okay. The final countdown. And speaking of a chicken. Our next match. Okay, here we go. King, King Corbin yes. versus Chad Gable. Yes. Yes, Queen. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go off, Queen. Uh, and go off they did on this match. What a quick setup! Setup for this. Set okay, up. so yeah, these two. Hurry, hurry, hurry! <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> uh, these two, uh, they uh, were in the finals of the King of the Ring tournament, and King Corbin obviously he won. And ever since then, these two have had like 
this was like their fifth match, I feel. They had a shit ton, shit ton of matches. And uh, so, by, this is not true for you, but for me, I've seen this a lot. And uh, I'm kind of annoyed by it. I, I, fuck, I love Chad Gable so much. He's one of the better wrestlers they have, and he's one of the most underutilized people they have. And for how good he is, it's a it's a shame that they don't use him enough. But here he got a champion, or he got a, a pay per view match. Pretty cool for him. So I'm just glad to see that. And a match that was pretty good. I, I uh, again, I've seen this so many times. I can't really care much, but uh, it was too long. But it was still pretty good. And wait, um, wait, can I say when you've seen this too many times, you mean like between these two? Yeah, these two. Like they they had that King of the Ring final match, and then they've had four or five matches since then what, what, what on tv on tv oh, okay okay yeah yeah and then there's this one yeah and uh yeah what, what do you think of it mr p all right mr i <laughs> um i like this match a lot maybe it's because i haven't seen the four or five other matches they've been in before this but i like this plot uh, I liked that this King Corbin guy at this point has been ridiculed. Uh, we didn't talk about this in the last episode. We talked about Premier Week and SmackDown. But Becky Lynch and The Rock gave uh, King Corbin a new nickname. That's right. They called him the, what, the super tough dude? Mm-hmm. And the audience has been calling him STD. That's right. Ever since. So now That's he, right. Now he has that persona. Um and yeah, he's the king of the ring, but he's uh he's been uh, ridiculed, and that along with like him making fun of his opponent's height here, yeah, yeah, all that storyline made it for for me a good match overall, and I was happy to see Chad Gable win over King Corbin. So, um, uh, here's what I did not like about this, right? What? So, like, I think the STD thing's dumb. It's, 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 it's <laughs> no, ch- there's humor. there's no like there's no mistake. There's the, there's okay. I don't. Maybe it's because like I'm of the age that a lot, not a lot, but like most of the humor back in the old days, yeah, was yeah. birthed out of very immature, yeah, dumb humor. I, Yes, that's true. I can, I can, I can, yeah. I can understand having an, uh, an affection for it. You know? Yeah, I have an affection. For I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying you're wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm saying but, you're you're dumb and stupid. <laughs> here, but I I have less of a problem with that because I do think it'll go away soon. Sure. Here's what's not going away that I do not like. Uh oh. Um. So. Chad Gable, like I said, he's this fucking incredible wrestler. I've seen him have these amazing matches. He can do amazing things. Really impressive stuff. He's super strong. He's he's a real-life Olympic athlete, just like Kurt Angle. Like He looks like he could be another Kurt Angle. And instead of using him like that, they don't. He just kind of sits and sits in the back and twirls his thumbs and doesn't do anything. And, um, and the storyline that he, like, he finally gets his own storyline and it's based around just, ah, you're short idiot. And I don't know. I think that's like, 
it's just like two grade school humor stuff for me. And it's not even just that. It's not even that that's his storyline. It's that they have made that his entire character to the point where his name is not Chad Gable anymore. His name is Shorty Gable. <laughs> they have officially renamed him that. That's his new. That's his new actual name. And I just I, I hate it. Wait, that's his actual name now? Because yes. okay, King Corbin. Who? Uh, what was his name before King Corbin? What, what, what's uh, his name? Baron Corbin. Baron the, Corbin. Uh, he used to be the Constable Baron Corbin. Oh, uh, that's uh, another King Corbin. That's another thing. It's 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 all about these nicknames and names with yeah. these wrestlers. Yeah. They keep it changing. Is. Because now it's King Corbin instead of whatever Corbin. And yeah, King Corbin, before the match, called him, what, short, was it? Shorty. Shorty Gable. Yeah. And now that's his nickname now? Uh, yeah. I, that, his actual name, yeah. His actual name, which is... His announced name. Ugh, which is dumb. Which is... I. That's... Yeah, I don't like that either, Marcus. Yeah. We're in agreement on that. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it just feels like turning him into a joke for... And I, I, I think it's disrespectful. I don't like it. I don't like all their shenanigans. So, so you're with Michael Cole on this, who shouted after the match ended when the announcer said Shorty Gable wins. <laughs> yeah. Michael yeah. Cole's like, that announcer should be fired. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is an overly dramatic response to, <laughs> to Shorty Gable's name being announced as the winner. Um, okay, no, I get that. I get it. I don't know, but I, 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 having said all that, I still like the match, though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Not saying it wasn't. Yeah, but no, I, I get that. That that particular storyline with his name, anyway, is pretty dumb. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so uh so hats off to Shorty Gable. All the best. All the best to him. We uh, salute you. We salute you, Shorty. All right, what's next? <laughs> Um, uh, another backstage thing, the 24 seven championship, our truth, uh, he pinned Tamina and is now the champion again and ran off into the sunset and Ooh. our next real match, Bailey versus Charlotte Flair, oh, SmackDown women's championship. My God, Bailey, look at Charlotte Flair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this was. This was something. Oh, I'll mention this. So, another thing I don't like about the WWE Network application is that apparently I can't live stream it to my TV while it's on. So, what? Yeah. So, I sat down on a Sunday night. Uh, I, I may have messaged you. I was like, hey, you know, uh, 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 you know, I may have missed some matches. And you're like, yeah, you, you missed, like, the Becky Lynch match and some other match. And I'm mm-hmm, like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'll catch up. Just sit down at my TV and watch the remainder of the match or re- re- remainder of the pay-per-view. Maybe skip ahead to the beginning. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll stream it here live. And that did not happen because apparently I cannot stream the WWE Network app to my phone to my TV while a pay-per-view is happening. Oh, that's fucking whack. It's that sucks. stupid. So I ended up watching the dir- the director's cut of Fighting With My Family. <laughs> a wise decision. Why? And, uh, and honestly, Marcus, I cannot yeah. tell you 
what the difference is between the director's cut and the theatrical <laughs> cuts. <laughs> not, not an not I, surprising. not an iota. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they threw in like some f words in there. They oh, for right. sure, they for sure have not added anything in significantly for me to to remember. You know, to recognize any changes, but no. Uh, either way, the, the theatrical cut, the director's cut of that movie is still good. So, mm-hmm. one of my favorites of the year. And Florence Pugh gives a fantastic performance as Paige, the wrestler. So We recommend it. It gets the... It gets the marking the marks uh, marked up guarantee. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, finding my family is what I saw on Sunday night instead of this which i i turned it i turned it right on when spoiler alert when charlotte flair won the title so i knew that was going to happen you know even before watching back uh, at the pay-per-view i turned it on right when she won so i knew she won so but still this was an interesting match to watch uh because i mean you watching the match how how did you think this was going to turn out um did I think Charlotte was going to win? Yeah. Not particularly. No, I did not. Yeah. But, uh, it's kind of surprising, right? I wouldn't say totally surprising, but I, I, I wasn't. I, I was thinking Bailey might retain. But, uh, yeah, it, and, and it was a good bout that these two ladies had. Would you agree? Uh, pretty good match, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a hell of a match. Um, and... Even though I knew the, the the outcome, it was a little surprising that uh, Bay- right. yeah that, that Baylor would end up losing to Charlotte Flair because Charlotte Flair at this point is what like a ten time yeah this was her champion. tenth championship yeah. win yeah so many accolades um, uh, I, then, think, uh, I, th- I think I think I think they're I think they're well deserved I don't know, I don't yes. know how you feel no no she's a, she's amazing she's she's amazing yeah. But uh, uh, after it ended, uh, Bailey went out there and she was pouting on the ground, crying and stuff. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, uh, okay, so uh, so that happened based on a backstage rumor that uh, because uh, that happened because it's it's like a reference to a backstage rumor that uh, at. At WrestleMania this year, Bailey and Sasha Banks were women's tag team champions together, and they lost to the Iconics. Yeah, and um, apparently, like the rumor was that that was reported was that um, um, after they lost, or before they lost, when they found out that they were losing that match, uh, they both of them, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Uh, like laid on the ground and were really mad and refused to move and stuff. <laughs> and, and anyway, so that's kind of a reference to that. And what? how's what? That's that's odd. That's yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. How? Wait, I, that's confusing. So yeah, who would know that reference? <laughs> who would know the that? Wait, people that keep up with the the wrestling rumors, the dirt sheets, as they're called, the dirt sheets. Yes, those, 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 that's that's the that's the term for uh, wrestling, uh, like rumor. Okay, stuff. wait a second. So uh, <laughs> I don't know the origin of the. Term. I got I, no, 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 no. I got I, I got to dig up this. I got to dig this up a bit more. So, so you're telling me? Let me get, let me see if I get this straight. So Bailey 
after the match, after she loses, her crying uh, about losing. You're telling yeah. me that she did that she did that to reference her reaction to her finding out that she was going to lose the tag team championship at WrestleMania. And yes. that was a and that was a and that was a backstage thing. Didn't happen. Like probably didn't happen at all. But it definitely didn't happen on camera. So something that didn't happen on camera, but was at least put out there for wrestling fans to know about. Yeah, that is insane to me. <laughs> it, it's very weird. It's uh, it's hard it's, uh, to wrap my head around mm-hmm. that she, she would do something to reference something that only like. I'm guessing diehard fans would know about who are interested in the backstage yeah. shenanigans. Right? Fans like me, and I appreciate these references. That's the thing. No, yeah, yeah. So and I I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand like how far down deep how far down deep this rabbit hole goes. <laughs> um Well, let me tell you, it gets even crazier from here. Oh where are we because... gonna go? Oh no. On SmackDown? Yes. Uh, these two had a rematch. What the fuck? And it was Charlotte Flair versus Bailey, but she's not the Bailey you've seen. What? She cut her hair shorter. What? She no. had this dark wrestling gear, not colorful like she usually has. What? She came out holding like this weird knife thing that she used to cut up all of her Bailey buddies, the inflatable tube men guys. What? What? (laughs) And she has officially turned heel and she won the SmackDown women's championship back from Charlotte. Oh my God. Becky, look at that championship match. (laughs) What is happening? So, the the new and improved eviler Bailey won back the championship. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte Flair only had it for like a week, less than a week. That's right. Wow. Okay. So now this new evil that is right. So now this new evil Bailey is now the championship again. Is now the champion again. That's right. Wow. That is crazy. Crazy stuff. I in the Tanya. world of wrestling. I'm telling you. Wow. Wrestling. I, Tanya, is what I heard just you say. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, Tanya. Man. It's it's <laughs> when I'm flabbergasted. I, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I, Tanya, indeed. Um, That's crazy. I, now, now, you know, I'm so, I'm so in awe that I should, uh, I feel like just going to that SmackDown episode and watching it right now. I want, I want to see this new Bailey. Head on over. <laughs> Head on over to Hulu and watch the latest SmackDown episode. <laughs> okay. okay. Want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Even though I could talk to you for hours about this new dark... Uh, I know, Bailey. man. I wish, I wish we had hours. I would love to talk to you all night. Oh, that's kind of depressing and hopeful. All in the same, all in the same breath. All right. Oh, wait. We're in the last uh, f- match. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Marcus, look at this match. <laughs> uh, okay. So, we've got <laughs> Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Brett Wyatt, 
and a Wyatt. So when I say Brett, <laughs> you said Brett. Sorry, let me start again. Seth Rollins versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt versus the. <laughs> Oh my god, it's late. Listen, folks, we 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 we're, we're recording two episodes back to back. We're three and a half hours in almost, so it's rough. It's rough. It's Seth Rollins versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Marcus, how excited were you when this match was announced and leading up to this match? I mean, this is the main event of Hell in the Cell. They're in a Hell in the Cell, Marcus. I mean, you, you must have been like a kid in a candy store, right? I was over the moon when this was announced. I thought, damn, this is cool. Damn, damn Daniel. they have a damn Daniel. They have a chance <laughs> here to put on something great. They have a chance to go in that cell and really tear each other apart and do some creative and fun things and have fun out there. And that's what it's all about. Just having fun. Having fun. These two kids (laughs) having fun. That's what the hell in the cell is all about, man. Uh, And, um, uh, it did not go as well as I had hoped. I would not say. Oh no. You're telling me you, you didn't like this match. Of Seth Rollins versus The Fiend in a Hell in a Cell? I'm not going to say I didn't like the match. I liked the match. I hated the way the match ended. Hated, 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 hate, 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 what happened wow, at the end. Wow, you hated it. And hate, hate is a strong word. I really, really, really did not like it. Do you understand that reference, Mr. Pico? <sighs> Explain it to me. Is another arrested... It's Arrested Development. What? Again. What do you mean? No, wait, wait. It's a song. Okay. All right. I'll send it to you after this. Right, Plain so... white tees. Look it up. I have no idea what you're talking about. Shut um... up. All right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, this match. Yeah, I could not have been more excited for it. And, boy, boy, did it let me down. Whoa, boy. Basically, just because of the ending. And it, it was an ending so bad that it made me furious that i had even watched this pay-per-view <laughs> and it made me extra extra on the side of aew like this is a dumb bullshit the wwe is gonna do again it felt i i said this i said this in the last episode about kofi kingston versus uh brock lesnar but it just it felt insulting it felt like like fuck you you could not possibly have done that and they did it now let me, before I reveal my feelings on this match, um, let me ask you, what what has happened subsequently uh, after this pay-per-view on Raw and SmackDown? So, after this finish, people were not happy, and we'll talk about that. Um, so, But people were very, very not happy. And um, on Raw the next day, the way they dealt with that is they kept both Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins off the show entirely. Neither one of them were there. Uh. And uh, and then uh, on Friday, I believe Seth, yeah, Seth Rollins was there to do a match with Roman Reigns. And uh, not, no mention has been made of The Fiend yet, I don't think. Mm-hmm. 
I think he made, there might've been a fun house if I'm thinking now, but I, I don't really remember it, but yeah, nothing like the, the, like basically nothing has happened since this about this. Ah, so uh, all right. That's... Like, like they know they fucked up and they're just kind of like trying to sweep it under the rug kind of thing. Okay. So my thoughts on this is I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. From beginning to end. The whole thing? You like the ending? I didn't mind the ending. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, we'll go into it later, but I, I could probably explain why it's bad. Yeah. And make you feel bad about your decision yes, to like it. Make me feel bad about it. Cause here's, you moron. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Call me all the bad words you want, Marcus. <laughs> like you do off mic. <laughs> it's like, Marcel, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. 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 But look, but I I liked the match itself. Yeah, no, I liked, okay. I liked the, some of the stuff they did. I'm, I'm rewatching it now on TV. Here on the shitty WWE Network app. Yeah, first thing we should explain, uh, I had this crazy yeah, red Yeah, it was red, red it was red all the way through. It was in red lighting. Yeah. It was yeah. in, it was in, it was in Suspiria Final Act lighting all the way through. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, uh, Mother Suspirium <laughs> gets exploded. Um but, but okay, but that along with like everything that happened Everything that happens where, like, Seth Rollins is, like, trying to defeat the Fiend and, like, uh, all these finishing moves and the Fiend coming back and, like, being – the Fiend, like, being, like, immortal. Yeah. I think it all works. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with that. I mean, um. I mean and, and, and even I'm like, uh, I don't – I don't hate the ending. I uh, – I know it's hard for you to hear, Marcus, but, like – it's. It feels like they're pushing a plot where it's like Seth Rollins is like is like fighting evil and like doesn't want to like fall in line with the evil he's fighting and it subsequently becomes like the evil he's fighting. So I think sure. that's, a, that's a good through line for like a hero sure. like, like Seth Rollins. Like he eventually becomes the thing he's fighting. I mean, it's like it's like a Michael Mann film. Um, so, <laughs> but like, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hate the ending, especially when, yes, it ended in a fucked up way in which Seth Rollins like does all this shit to the fiend and like takes out a sledgehammer and bashes his brains in and the ref for some reason in the Hell in a Cell match causes disqualification, which is weird in a Hell in a Cell match. That doesn't usually happen, I don't think. No, it's a hell in a cell. It's They're a hell in a cell. They have disqualifications. Exactly. So the ref and, and, threw yeah, in the oh, towel. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of dumb. Um, but I don't know. It it, 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 it it resolved itself in a way that uh, the Fiend came back after the match was disqualified and like was still like sure. a menace to Seth Rollins. So, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, that's, that's, that's my defense. Anyway, Marcus, let, I mean... Let, T- tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. Well, no, I'll, I'll do that later. But let me just go through the match a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause there's some stuff you can learn here. <laughs> yeah. um, so he, uh, so Seth Rollins, one of the first weapons he found was the kendo stick, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, also known as the Singapore cane. Uh, uh, Seth, he, he used that and he hit the fiend with it and the fiend didn't react at all. 
And let me tell you what that is called. That is called a, a no sell. Like when somebody hits you with something and you act like it didn't hurt you at all, that's a no sell. Ah. And um, so like selling is acting like you're hurt. No selling means. And anyway, this was a really fucking awesome thing of no sell after no sell after no sell after no sell is like, what the hell could this guy possibly do more to hurt this like seemingly unhurtable thing? The, yeah. This, this, this horrible monster that, takes let's uh let's read here <laughs> 12 stomps 11 stomps seth rollins had to do 11 stomps <laughs> his, uh, which is his, his finishing, finishing move, move yeah yes his thing that like brock lesnar went down in three the fiend took 11 of them and still was not put down like that's that's insane like that's that's like unheard of levels of of like protecting a character uh, and making somebody look like unstoppable um, and a pedigree in there too yeah um, and there's lots of cool stuff like the like uh, the stuff with the the big uh, I forget it I fucking forget it <laughs> let me just get to the ending okay yeah Okay, here's what I did not like about it. And I feel like I have like 50 reasons and I'm going to end up forgetting them all. And I'm only going to say like two. But here's here's one thing. They've been building up Bray Wyatt incredible. Uh, no, no, the first thing I'll say is the Hell in Cell. The, the Hell in Cell match does not have any disqualifications. This is the second year in a row where a Hell in a Cell match has ended via disqualification. Last year, it was because Brock Lesnar, who was not in the match, came in and kicked open the door, and for some reason that meant that the match had to end. This year, it is because Seth Rollins used a sledgehammer. Uh, And this is a match where a hammer much bigger than a sledgehammer (laughs) had already been used, and that was fine. But Seth Rollins used... And this is a match type where Triple H dominated... Because he used sledgehammers, and that was fine. Seth Rollins using a sledgehammer, that's not fine. I, I think that's just stupid. Um, another thing, uh, Bray Wyatt, they've been building him up incredibly. They have they use him sparingly. They let you know that he's this like crazy demon guy that is unstoppable, and you saw that throughout this match. And the, But they did not want to put the championship on him, clearly. So they should not have done this match in the first place if they did not want to put the championship on him. They could have they could have had Hell in a Cell, Bray Wyatt versus anybody else. And it would have been fine. But they they they, they made this choice to do this, and I think every single person in the world will win. Because they've been doing this incredible job. Why would they fuck it up now? And and that's that's one thing. And I, I know what you're saying. I, I I also do not think it's bad. The the story told with Seth Rollins uh, becoming the thing that he hates to to, to like to like being pushed to the brink to have to take down this this beast. That's I, I also like that. I think that's cool. But the I don't know. I, again, I, I as you were talking, I thought of five points, and I <laughs> said two of them so far. 
and I've forgotten the rest of them. I should have wrote them down. Oh, well. no, I mean, but, uh, if, if they come to you, jump in. But yeah, I'm mean, watching the end of the match now. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, Marcus. I mean, maybe it's because I don't have that built in resentment with these past Hell in the Cell matches. Um, yeah. I kind of enjoy the story they were telling. And I, okay. And I figured this wasn't the end of this bout between these two. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Just jump in here after I say this. But like, I'm hoping at least they get a rematch. I don't know if that's going to, if that's in the okay. cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it is. Go ahead. Yeah. N- nothing, like I said, these two have not really been on TV at all. Uh, you know, especially in reference to what happened here. But um, the WWE official Twitter, they accidentally posted a tweet and then deleted it. And the tweet was announcing uh, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend at Survivor Series. See? Yeah. So, but so far that has not been really made official. That was just the thing that happened. Maybe it's not going to happen. Who knows? Um, so... But I do hope that happens, and I hope the Ray finally wins there. But another thing that annoys me about this, it feels money-driven. Like, um, they've got this the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view coming up, and I feel like they feel like Seth Rollins would sell better there than Ray Wyatt would. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a annoying thing. Like, again, like just don't do this match, and then you wouldn't have to worry about that, but they did this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm hoping that Survivor Series match happens. Um, and I don't know. Imagine, do, do you honestly imagine the fiend getting the championship match? Not, well, not getting the championship match, but I mean, get winning the championship, Marcus. If they do that match again, he fucking better. Cause yeah. I, I, like, like, uh, you heard the audience after this, yeah. uh, like they were going, they were pissed. Like there were loud chants of restart match, restart yeah. the match. Yeah. There were loud chants of AEW, AEW. <laughs> that's, that's what they were chanting. I, 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 I couldn't decipher what they were chanting, but yeah, yeah that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. AEW. And, um, so yeah, clearly people were not happy about this. Just booed them out, and, and there were videos after the show of people in the stadium chanting "refund." That didn't get on TV, <laughs> but that was happening after the show. Anyway, so yeah, it, nobody was happy about it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely was not, and it, it put a very sour taste in my mouth about this whole pay per view. All right, so that's the end of Hell in the Cell. Okay. Um. So let's talk about before we rank this. Um, uh, and I remembered we should rank this, like unlike the other podcast where I forget we to rank this and then we save it at the very end. Uh, but we're gonna rank this, but before we do that, we were talking about news in the last episode. Marcus, I want to hear about what's happened since then. We've talked about some of what happened since the Hell in the Cell, but the draft is going on. Okay, this is the new segment now. What has happened since Hell in the Cell in terms of like the draft and like any of the subsequent news? Uh, what's going on, Marcus? Okay, so you want me to talk about specific draft picks? Do it. Sure. Okay, so Becky Lynch staying where she is. She's staying on Raw. Raw, awesome. Roman Reigns staying where he is on SmackDown. The OC going to Raw. 
the Fiend, he has been drafted to SmackDown. Another reason that it does not make any sense if they did a rematch. Uh, because he's the Seth's the universal champion, the Raw champion. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, Sasha uh, Banks. Uh, well, oh, oh. well uh, let me ask you this. But is it, is it so odd for like a SmackDown guy to to face a Raw champion? Is it is it is it against the rules? Uh, no, it's not against the rules, but typically they don't win. Okay. And uh, like, 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 there is totally a, a possibility that, like, somehow Brock Lesnar ends up on Raw with the WWE Championship, and the Universal Championship moves to SmackDown. Like Wait. that, that's a possibility that has happened. Before. So has Seth Rollins been announced as to where he's going to go yet? Seth Rollins has not. No. Oh, see, so Seth Rollins could presumably go to SmackDown. That's a possibility where too. Where the yeah. fiend is right now, and then and maybe Raw gets Brock or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's up in the air at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Randy Orton, Raw. Sasha Banks. Uh, this is an interesting one. I already told you Becky Lynch is staying on Raw. Sasha Banks is moving to SmackDown. Okay. 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 Um. So probably not going to get any more matches between them, but the, I, I do think Survivor Series there might be because it's brand versus brand. That's what Survivor Series is about, right? Yeah. Um, more interesting ones. Uh, let me just say, Kev, this is one that I find very weird. Um, Kevin Owens, he's moving from SmackDown to Raw, and why I think that's weird is because on that SmackDown debut episode. Kevin Owens had that match with Shane McMahon where it looked like they were making Kevin Owens feel very important to a brand new audience that has never seen wrestling before. Cause that, <laughs> that, that SmackDown got a uh, really high ratings obviously yeah. cause this is on, it's on Fox. So it's a bigger audience. And, uh, so it felt like <laughs> they're building up Kevin Owens. He did the stunner. Like you would imagine he did this crazy uh, he did a stunner like people know that Stone Cold did. Yeah. He did uh, a crazy ladder match and he beat Shane McMahon, fired him from the company. Like that felt very important. And then they're like, all right, he's gone. He's, he's on the other <laughs> brand now. That just felt very weird. Forget him. <laughs> um, okay. So there's some more, but they're not all that interesting. Those are like the main ones I'd say. Okay. But uh, we have yet to hear what Raw has in store in terms of the draft. Nope. There's more coming tomorrow. As of this recording. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get an earful on the next episode of Marking the Marks. I will not shut up about it. Shut up, Marcus. Shut I your goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Okay. Any last words? Um, I mean... Where do you think things are go, Marcus? Okay, we in the this is this, this is a fantastic two part premiere episode. I mean, premiere event of this new season of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Uh, we recorded two episodes back to back. We just talked about Hell in the Cell. We're leading up to Survivor Series. AEW just premiered. Marcus, overall, how do you feel about wrestling? Now in this, how do I feel about wrestling? "Quote unquote new age." <laughs> oh, I feel amazing about wrestling. <laughs> you feel amazing. I you don't. F- you have a bright future. 
Absolutely. Like you said, AEW just starting. Even if even if I'm not very happy about some of the creative choices that WWE has been making, specifically this Hell in a Cell main event, AEW is still there. They're a bright, shining beacon of hope. They can, they can turn everything around and make wrestling super cool again and, and do all these fun, creative new things and tell cool new stories and what have you. And so in in general wrestling... I feel great. Good, Marcus. I am happy you feel happy. <laughs> what do you feel about wrestling, Marcelo? You know what? This past uh, this past week. Well, sorry, not week. I guess it's been two weeks since premiere week, and then about a week since uh, Hell in the Cell. It has been a good run of wrestling. You know, I I can I can complain about. Having having just watched like ten hours of wrestling in the span yep. of like three days, <laughs> but it, it's all been pretty good. So, and I've had I've watched some pretty good matches, and like uh, it's 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 been a good experience. So, yeah, I'm hopeful for the next few months. I'm excited for Survivor Series and whatever comes next. So, yeah, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on wrestling now. Uh, maybe more so than it was before. So, good. That's great. That's just that's fantastic, and that's extra good news considering we run a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what if I had said wrestling is dumb, and I hate doing this? <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. I don't want to watch it anymore. I quit. What what a shit show that I had. <laughs> I've just seen. It's boring. I'm gonna go to bed now. Goodbye. No. Honestly, it's I can watch more of this. I can watch a lot more. So now we have to decide what to watch next because there's Survivor Series, there's AEW's pay per view Full Gear, uh, Crown Jewel, Crown Jewel, which we're just gonna skip right on by. <laughs> um, is there any NXT pay per views coming up? Uh yeah, um it'll be tagged on with Survivor Series. Yeah, so it'll be on the Saturday before that Sunday. Matt, there's a maybe there, but yeah. Um we'll have to decide next what we're gonna watch and presumably presumably it'll be Survivor Series, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll talk about more. Um but that's it, Marcus. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Um Good job to you. Good job. As we say at the end of every episode, every episode good job to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and let's keep that silence. And okay. Plugs. Right? That's where we are. Oh, no. Let's fucking rate the f- Hell in the Cell. Let's do this. Oh, okay, my yeah. God. I forgot once again. Let me turn back. Turn, turn, turn. Turn, 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 turn. Here it is. Okay, so from one to five, stank, a little groovy, pretty sweet, pretty dang dope, totally rad. How would you rate Hell in the Cell 2019, Marcus? I okay. So coming into this episode, I had it made up in my mind already. I was going to say stank. Because in my mind, I didn't like it at all. I, I, I liked two matches on the card. And in my head, again, I liked two. I liked the first Hell in a Cell match. And I liked that uh, women's uh, 
cha- uh, tag team championship match. But talking through it with you, I also liked Ollie versus Randy Orton. I also liked Andy Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Roman and Luke Harper. I also liked Bailey and Charlotte. I also liked aspects of Seth Rollins and The Fiend. So I don't feel like it's... I, I don't think this is a total trash fire thing. Even The ending was, but one ending does not actually make everything before it completely null and void. So I can't say stank, but I can't go too high either. This is my lowest ranking yet. I'm saying a little groovy. Oh, a little groovy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so uh, what about me? Marcus, ask me how I feel. Marcelo, uh, so I just, uh, you heard me, I I went on and on about it. It felt like I wouldn't shut up. (laughs) Uh, uh, I I just ranked my, uh, before I put put my thoughts about Hell and Cell, in that ranking system that we have, uh-huh. uh, stank a little groovy, pretty sweet to and so like after I, I can do, we can end the episode now and we'd only hear my thoughts, but I feel like people would be upset about it. And again, like we established, I I'm only waiting for you to stop talking so I can talk. So I don't care very much, but I feel like the listener would talk, would care. Yeah. So Marcelo, where would you rate this pay-per-view? So, you marked it as a little groovy, right? That's right. Two out two. of five. I would rank this as pretty dang dope. Wow. Hi. Yeah. Hi, and hi. I was this close to ranking it totally rad. Wow. This would actually, wow. Be, this would actually be a pretty dang dope point five. A four point five for me. Wow, that is a shock. Because I'm gonna look back at the matches again. I don't think there the was the undisputed era. They shocked the system, and Marcelo has just shocked my system. Yes, right now. I mean this is the biggest. This is the biggest uh, a divide we've ever had on a show. Where that's true. We we've normally been pretty close in rankings, but yeah, you're so low, I'm so high. Like the Becky Lynch match was stellar. I liked the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match. Randy Orton match was like maybe the the weakest one. I liked the Kabuki Warriors match. I even liked the the Viking Raiders AJ Styles match. The Shorty Gable versus King Corbin. I liked that match. I liked the Short Flair match. And I even liked, for the most part, the Seth Rollins Fiend match. So yeah, there's like maybe one weekish uh, match in this whole thing, and I have to rank it pretty high. This may be, you know, next to WrestleMania, the best pay per view I've seen on this show. Man, that is bonkers to me. Yeah. But I respect your opinion, and it's very interesting. It's interesting for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, all I've seen is a bunch of shitting on this. And, like, having your perspective is interesting. Like, somebody that doesn't pay too much attention to it isn't too wrapped up into it. Yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe it's because I have that disconnect where yeah. I understand that The Fiend is such a popular character. Right. But I appreciate the story involved and maybe I give it more credit than it's due. And I kind of do see, like, more happening. Like, if... If we go to Survivor Series and nothing happens with this storyline with yeah. the Fiend, then 
I I might go back and be more upset, but like I don't know, like. But even so, even if even if the fiend gets shafted, uh, more so than by the end of this match, the match itself before the end was pretty great to look at. It was, I don't know, it, it was, it, I don't know, I liked it a lot. I did, I did. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can't, I can't hate it too. I can't hate it as much as other people. So yeah, me me being a casual watcher maybe helps with my ranking. So yeah, that's yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what... I can't believe we're not at each other's throats right now, Marcus. We're we're so divided here. Um, This might break us apart. We might not do any more episodes. Um, Will will, will there be... That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I'm playing cool right now, but I am about to go absolutely insane as we stop recording. Yeah, we're going to have words after this. As soon as we we hit stop, Marcus and I are just going to just... I'm I'm going to go fucking nuts. Shouting at you. I'm going to call you a prick. You're going to call me a a C-word. That's an Arrested (laughs) Development reference. Um, And... <clears throat> it's going to be the end. There's going to be no episode nine. We're just going to stop the season after two episodes. So I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it, folks. Hope you did. Because that was it. So for the last time, Marcus, plugs. Where can the people listening find you uh, online? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, you can follow this podcast at marking the marks m a r k i n g the m a r c s on twitter.com and you can go there and uh i tweet about wrestling occasionally i always tweet about this show uh i put out little jokes on there like like a like a hat with a stupid saying on it and it's all fun stuff and it's all in great fun and everybody loves it is the thing everybody so you would it. love it too yeah I get great engagement over there. Uh, I get zero likes on everything I post. It's awesome. Um, Except for my own retweet that that I do on my personal account. Uh, You can can email us at tfswrestling at gmail.com. Again, we're just looking for any sort of engagement. Do do anything you want. Send anything you want. It will be read on this show. Sign me up for any newsletter you Go to your favorite uh, store website or whatever. Sign me up. Uh, uh, I will. I will. I will accept it, and I will read out whatever comes to me on this show. Who please just email any? I don't care who you are either. If if you know us, uh, if you know me, if you know Marcelo in real life, if you're if you're Marcelo's best friend or his wife or whatever, email me. <laughs> and we'll read it on the show. Anything. Thank you. Good night. Uh, what a sign off. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that much desperation in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Please interact or, or else. <laughs> uh, as for me, Go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Enjoy our extras. If you're already signed up on there, then you're listening to this as it goes out. If you're not signed up, then you've missed out on timely wrestling podcasting. Um, 
And if you listen to this on the free feed, yeah, I mean, you can set up right now and listen to back episodes um, before they come out of the free feed. So you, you, you'll be good. You'll be good. That's it, really. Also, talkfromsociety.com, you know, read us, listen to us, love us, listen to us, uh, don't hate us. That's that's our new catchphrase. And that's it. Marcus, what an episode. What a night. Uh, we've been recording for about four hours now. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, we've done two episodes in a row. Uh, these will be out back to back. Hope you guys enjoyed. They said enjoyed. it couldn't be done, but we they, did it. They said they said it couldn't be done. They said you shouldn't do this. My doctor called in earlier and said, "Marcelo, I know you're thinking about recording two episodes in a row. Uh, don't do it. Your heart can't take it. It's like the end of the wrestler with Mickey Rourke. If you do that final jump at the end, you're gonna die." And I'm like, "No, doctor, put away that stethoscope." I'm good. My heart can take it. <laughs> and I'm climbing up on the top turnbuckle and I'm about to slam down to my opponent. And I'm dead. Alright, Marcus. <laughs> it's time for our final goodbye. Uh, what, yes. what, what do we say after after the end of every episode? We say, you know, we... It's a, it's a thing we say when we wake up, when we look in the mirror, when we call each other on the phone. We we tell our family, our significant other, our pets, our cats or dogs, our friends online, our friends in real life, our coworkers. We say this to, to them every day, every waking hour. This is what we say. We say, uh, hey, go, go to... to Bob and enjoy, enjoy some, some afternoon, afternoon delight. delight. That's an arrested development reference. reference. I hope Thank you, you enjoy Good night. Goodbye. I hope you enjoy goodbye. Hey.